0: Hey everyone, Michael here from GameGravy.com, and with me I have Anthony.
1: What's going on? And
0: this is Podcast 37.
1: So Mike, did you have a chance to check out LeapTrade.com?
0: Actually, I did, and it's pretty cool. So LeapTrade.com is basically a place to trade in your games and buy used games. If they don't have the one you want in stock, you can request one from people, and when someone wants to trade a game in, you'll get notified, so it's pretty cool. Uh when you trade in games you uh you earn credit towards uh other used games to purchase. I noticed they don't mark up their prices either, which is pretty cool.
1: Yeah, I told you it was pretty awesome.
0: Yes, you did. Okay, so we're gonna be talking about uh betas and demos and their effect that they have on on gamers and if they're a positive or a negative thing within the gaming industry. Yeah, I
1: think I, I think um, you know, without spoiling too much and getting right into it, I, I think there's a certain kind of gamer, I, I know, I, I see, I'm on the middle of the fence, I, I like and don't like them, we'll get more into why, and, you know, w- with with a couple examples, but I think we're going to do, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the last three betas and or demos that we've played each, um, two of them are similar, <laughs> so the, the middle of the show we'll we'll each talk about a separate game. Um, we're going to start with destiny and we played through the alpha and the beta of destiny. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, it's, it, that'll be a little bit different. So, you know, you want to go ahead and jump in? Sure. I mean,
0: we've, so we've kind of like beat destiny to death, like a, what was it? Oh, what did I say? Like a horse? A dead (laughs) horse. A dead horse. Yeah. (laughs) But I mean, I, I think that. How I feel now is I would have probably preferred not to have played the alpha and beta of that game because I loved the game so much that I played it a lot with you, with you specifically. And when it came out, there was no crazy different allure to the game. Like there was the, the excitement for the game wasn't there as it was for the alpha and beta, and they didn't do quite. They only had that one event to get you extra gear for, like, that one Saturday at, like, 1 p.m. that I wasn't available for. So I have nothing to show for playing the alpha or beta and bringing it to the real game. And in the end, I I haven't even played any of the DLC content because it burned me out by playing through all the alpha yeah. and beta so much. I mean, I really... Well,
1: I, I think that the game itself is a grind fest, and that kind of burnt that, us out as that, well.
0: That's true, too,
1: yeah. But yeah, um, I'm going to go ahead and agree with you that if I could go back, I probably would have put in maybe, you know, 30 minutes in the alpha, maybe 30 minutes in the beta and then held off yeah. um, pl- playing it any more than that. So the alpha of that game was super bare bones. It threw you in one map. You can play around with a couple of the missions on that one map and that was it. And you couldn't see it or do anything else in the game. Then the beta dropped and it it opened it up a little bit more you could see the um you can get to the tower in the beta mm-hmm. you you could almost do the full full game in the beta except they like locked you out of certain areas yeah and so, peter dinklage's um,
0: voice was all treated differently like there was more finesse and polish in the beta than there was in the alpha
1: yeah absolutely so that so what you know in and it was a pretty full-fleshed beta when it got to the beta por- portion of it. So you got to play a lot of the game, and we put a lot of time into the beta. Um, yeah. I don't know if that was just because we really enjoyed it at I think the it time was, being. yeah. We really
0: enjoyed it. And, it
1: was cool. And I would have to say my my biggest issue with that beta is most of the time when you play a beta, it's for multiplayer purposes. Yeah. This game, it was all story-driven beta. And I think that's yes. what the issue was with Destiny. I think, yes, yeah, because
0: we were literally, I, I remember saying this specifically, we got to a point when we got the real game and I'm like, oh man, I don't want to play through all of this again. We got so far? Like, <laughs> I Like, I thought the story would be different. Like, that was just like a beta story or a snippet, like, test thing. But like, it was actually the legitimate story from the full game. So when the full game came, I didn't even really feel like playing it because I was like, man, I spent hours getting, like, through this beta, and I didn't even care. I already know what the story is.
1: <laughs> yeah, the, we literally played the same thing, like, the same area three different times. Yeah,
0: it was really obnoxious when it came down to playing the, the full game, the real game. We're like, let's just quickly run through it because we don't want to, you know, play it all over again. And I think that ruined it for me.
1: So. Yeah, and that goes that once that's gonna go into actually. Uh, I'll just go ahead and say it that that's my biggest negative about demos or betas, and why I don't really play too many of them is that especially story driven ones is I do not want to play the same portion of a game twice. Yes. Like I, I don't mind if I beat the game first and then really I go good. back through first. <laughs> well, yeah, but I, I don't mind if I play through a complete game go back for a second run, and then obviously I'm going to go back through the same spots. Yeah. I don't want to go through the first chapter of a game, then buy the full version, and then have to go back through the same first chapter of the game. I don't know why, if they're going to do a demo like that, save my progress. So that way when I get the full game, I don't have to go back through the first portion of the game.
0: Yeah. No, I, I agree. Um, that
1: and, and You know what's funny? Because like Xbox Live basically has a demo for every single game that comes out, and I don't even touch it. No, I don't either. Because because it's it's a lot of it's story driven and i think i still think that the um which i still think that the the main gist of of having a story driven one or having a demo should be only for multiplayer not for story driven ones I, I
0: agree i mean on a positive note of it, it 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 was really cool it felt like a privilege to be a part of the alpha and beta and to see the game grow and evolve into what it is now, I think that was that was pretty awesome to say. Yeah, I was a part of that from the beginning. But yeah, no I, I just take something to it. show for yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Like a
1: golden armor or something, something that people know. Hey, this person participated. You absolutely in.
0: took the words right from my mouth. I said that at the same time. Yeah, I mean, we have <laughs> nothing to show for it. So yeah. it's it seems disheartening at the same time as it does rewarding. In my opinion, at least. So.
1: <laughs> yeah, especially since, especially since we put so much time into it for them, and we, we even emailed them. Yeah, we the bugs emailed and bugs stuff, and stuff,
0: so. and they did get they got looked at, and they were fixed. So, I mean, yeah, we participated in the most highest capacity we possibly could.
1: Yeah. So. Um, do you want to go first on the, on our different games sure. or you want me to go? Yeah, why not? Okay.
0: So, um, I went to PAX East as everyone knows this year and I was able to speak to hi res studios and get a quick tour of the booth and also get some, um, beta keys or alpha keys for, um, Smite on Xbox one. Um, now this is a different scenario in my opinion. It's before the game is released. Um there's a lot of things that are going on and if you don't know Smite is a MOBA it's a multiplayer online battle arena just kind of like League of Legends but it's different perspective diff- it looks different it, it reacts differently in my opinion and it's it's a lot more fun in in my eyes I don't think that it ruined it for me because they honor what you what you uh the achievements and stuff that you get and earn and you can un- still unlock people and keep the unlocks and like Um, They're a whole different company in the way they treat people because they want to reward players for being involved. Um, So it not really ruin it for me. There's not much of a crazy story, though. Um, It's more of battling, you know, and there's like little snippets of it here and there. But, you know, it's founded on the basic principles of certain lore, you know, of that game. So I wouldn't say that it had a profound effect on me like Destiny did. That's Destiny was a whole different beast because it was strictly story. This is not driven on story; it's driven on gameplay. And if we it, gameplay, if we experience a bug, we report it. They fix it. Cool. If something feels overpowered or underpowered majorly, we report it. They look into it and they decide whether they want to fix it or not. They just see how players are reacting and what they're using and what they're defaulting to. It's it's a lot different mechanics than it is for a story based game. Um.
1: Yeah, and that's always good to have that, because um, if if you look at something like Smash Brothers, the 3DS was almost the beta for the Wii U, yeah. because by the time the Wii U one launched, um, they already had balanced and tweaked and, all the and characters. And why is that?
0: Because, they, I mean, online, for Smite, you're playing against people. You're not playing against yeah. the story or the, you know, the environment, the world. It's not PvE, it's Absolutely. PvP. So that's the big difference.
1: Yeah, and that's and that's a. It, not only that, you want to make sure your servers are stable for all the people that are coming in. But yeah, that's also a good thing. You want to balance it out. That way, you're not balancing it while people are getting their rankings in and stuff like that. Exactly. Then, then you can have people crying about oh, it. Oh yeah. And and it, it's just better to fix all that stuff before all the rankings actually start mattering. Yep, I completely agree. All right, so the game that I was wanted to talk to that I played was um, Cube Creator 3D, and I played a demo of it for the 3DS. Now um we we have that game reviewed on both sites mm-hmm. is that by, um, that's the one by com. Big John Games? Correct. Yep. And nintendofever.com. Mm-hmm. Um Ryan Shiftlet did it over on Nintendo Fever and Matt Desen did it on um Gamegravy.com. So anyways, I was talking to Ryan. The reason I wanted to mention it was reviewed over on Nintendo Fever is because I was talking to Ryan about it while he was reviewing it. And he was like, oh, this game's really great. And I was like, I'm like, is it? And he's like, yeah, I love it. And I'm like, well, I don't like Minecraft. Will I like it? And he's like, I'm not sure. But there's a demo, so go try it. So (laughs) I went downloaded the demo. And... You know, the game was only 4.99 the first week, so I was I was really thinking about buying it and just giving it a whirl cuz I mean, for 5 bucks, that's yeah. you know, you're not really losing anything if you don't like it. So anyways, I got the demo and it's basically just a creation mode and I was playing it and it's it is very much like Minecraft and I'm like, "Yeah, I don't like this." So if they didn't have a demo, I might have spent $5 on that game, just throwing that out there, but yeah. since I played the demo, I was like, "Thank God I didn't." spend $5 on this game because I will probably would never play it again. And, you know, in that case, I think demos, you know, might hurt sales for developers. I understand why big John games did that because they wanted people that were on the fence of saying, Hey, is this just a really cheap knockoff of Minecraft or is this like full flesh Minecraft? Like I can do what I want. And it's more alongs of it's like Minecraft. You can kind of do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Um, I know both of our reviewers enjoy the game. So, you know, and, and they're fans of Minecraft as well. So, it, you know, it is, it, you know, for people that like Minecraft, the demo probably worked. For people that didn't like Minecraft, it, it you know, it, it worked on the other end, the other spectrum of it adversely.
0: Yeah. I mean, it it's, depends on what perspective. If we're, we're talking about the gaming industry as a whole, I mean, I think that it could be good in a sense where it, it could get people really excited about your game, and they'll want to buy it and pre-order it or just go out and get it. Um, but you're you're right. I think it has those effects where it could drive people away from it altogether.
1: Yeah, and I you, uh, I don't know. It, it's it's a really I feel tough like it depends thing. on the genre of the game and what uh, it, it is. Yeah, almost like if it's a new game that no one's seen or played before. You almost want to have a demo there just to be kind of like, entice here's people. A, here's
0: a good devil's advocate thing. It's like Star Wars Battlefront. Do you really need a demo of that, or are you going to buy it regardless?
1: Well, I'm going to buy it regardless, but I'll tell you what. I, I'm I'm putting pretty much blind faith in, in DICE to make this game. Me too. Because <laughs> the last two Battlefronts really weren't that great. Well,
0: I'm a fan of DICE's work to begin with, so yeah, I, I feel it, like it, and that it'll be good.
1: Well, and that's another reason why you couldn't put blind faith in them. But if you're going on track record of that game, I would have said I would have waited for a demo. yeah, okay. but since they that's switched fair. developers and you know, dice has the reputation dice has. I think we could put blind faith in them and not need a demo for that. But you know, I, I would say something like Halo Five would probably be something I would need a demo for, especially after the, the you know the debacle of yeah. the, the the last Halo just released the collection, and then th- I'm not sure if three four three could actually put together a, a decent Halo. Um yeah, I'm you know really everyone. Sure. Yeah, because Bungie went over to Activision, and you can tell like with Destiny that that's a pretty good evolution of of Halo. Yep.
0: No, I I agree with you on that one. I'm really curious so, to see I mean, how that goes. But so yeah, I mean, it goes either way. I guess it's really hard to say. Um, yeah, and
1: and then, and then if you look at something like the division, that's like you know I kind of want to play a demo of the division before I try it. And, what and that's about because games like a new combat
0: Fighting games or something like that.
1: Oh, I don't think they need a demo for those. I mean, you you kind of know what you're getting. Do you? Yeah, I mean, it's Mortal Kombat. You can't tell me that the new. I, I haven't played the new Mortal Kombat, but I'm pretty sure it's going to play just like the old Mortal Kombat. I mean, I haven't.
0: I'm just asking in general. Like,
1: um, if, if it was a new IP fighting game, I would say yes. Okay. But something existing, like, I know Street Fighter, you know, their special moves are going to be half, you know, like the yeah. down toward whatever. I mean, you know, it's like the same thing. You know what it's going to be. It's going to have better graphics, different backgrounds, and different characters. So, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, you, you kind of know what you're getting into when it comes to a, an existing franchise that that's why, you know, I guess if the existing franchise had faltered lately, yeah. then I could see that that maybe, you know, like maybe Assassin's Creed, the next one might have a demo but to kind of be like, hey, look at, you know, we didn't mess this one mm-hmm. up or you know just another game like that where where the the franchise hasn't been going well, in the speaking, proper direction. Speaking speaking
0: of that, everybody that like had any demos of like the last assassin's creed or purchased it day of release, that drove me away. I was going to get that game and when all that that stuff went down, I steered clear of it.
1: Yeah, and and I think you know, being a veterans in the gaming industry, we kind of we kind of see that yeah. and we we have, you know, we we don't get every single game for free. So, you know, we have a gaming budget, obviously. Well, yeah. Um, you know, people might be misconstrued thinking, oh, you, you know, you guys get and play everything, so it doesn't really matter. I mean, but, we get a I mean,
0: lot, we, but we still purchase some games. So Absolutely.
1: So, <laughs> um, yeah, and we if we do get a copy, we get one copy, and we, that has to go amongst how many different lots, writers we have. Lots of writers I, who all want exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> so. So.
0: Yeah.
1: So the thing is, is like, is... We definitely we have a more keen eye, I would say, for for games that are going to be eye. good or bad. <laughs> yes, we're very selective. And then if something even it even remotely comes out bad, we'll wait. Yeah, for it to at least drop in price. Like I mean, I still want to play Unity at some point. Sure, me too. I I
0: didn't even pick it up when it was thirty dollars. I was like, nah, I'm gonna wait. I just don't.
1: Yeah, <laughs> see, I'm I'm in the same boat with the order. Like I I, I don't I want to play it, but I, that's a different
0: story with all the trade ins. I got that game for like twenty bucks. <laughs> and I like,
1: but that. so let's go ahead and um, we'll talk about the game that everyone was playing this weekend. It seemed like I went on my Wii U, and every single person on my friends list was in this game. Yep. So, um, and that we are talking about would be Splatoon. Splatoon! And we We're talking about the, <laughs> which is an awesome game. Yep. And we were playing. We um, everyone got a chance to do the go- uh, global test fire this weekend. Mm-hmm. Which was um, a three-time event, and it was for one-hour sessions. One was on Friday night, then a Saturday morning, and then a Saturday afternoon event. On
0: one type of uh, gameplay. Yes,
1: yeah, so, so we we all got to play Turf War. Yep. It was all um, eight players, random teams. So, um, But once you chose your weapon, you could actually stay in the room with the players you had been playing with, and they would just swap teams around. Yes. That way, you know, to to mix it up. But...
0: Which I I also will be publishing a video of the best ofs and worst ofs of this. (laughs) I was streaming it and twitching it while uh, that was going on. So look for that video on the site.
1: So what what was your take on how Nintendo, um, because I think that's the first beta Nintendo's ever ran. So what was your take? Yeah, me too. Well, um,
0: I mean, I highly enjoyed myself. Uh, My viewers that were on Twitch really liked it they were you know laughing and they're they're commenting good stuff on it like I don't know I like that they only gave us one facet of gameplay and we got to experience it I had some server issues but yeah it was a global test fire it cut out mid-game a couple times and disconnected us and there were a few glitches here and there that we ran into but I mean that's expected in that type of thing it didn't drive me away but it you know what, it got me excited. I like that they had it timed, because when it hit the time, I wanted more. I, I already have the game pre-ordered, but it made me want to actually buy it and get it now.
1: Well, I think having it timed for Nintendo, that also, okay, not not only the fact that they gave you one game mode, two maps, and then like it was very bare bones hmm. um, compared to what the full version's going to be, so I understand that's a reason why they wanted you in and out, in that in that hour came gameplay session. But if you look at something like Destiny, um to go back to, there there could have been times when you don't have so many people online. They wanted to make sure that everybody they could get was online in this hour session Absolutely. because they really wanted to push those servers to the to their core. And what better way to do it than only letting you do it for an hour? Yep.
0: Yeah, cuz then everybody's going to rush to do it. Everybody. (laughs) Or at least everybody that pre-ordered the game and is interested in buying it. That's how I feel, at
1: least. So so what did you think of the game itself, though?
0: I mean, the game is simple. And I like that. It's It's different than what I'm used to playing. It's fun. It's addicting. But
1: it's... Yeah, it's simple yet complex, though. Yes, yes, because it opens
0: up... It's simple, but yes, it opens up different complex ways to use strategy. And you really have to think about how you're working. And you have to work as a team. There were some times where I worked. You can't, I personally, I think a lot of people get caught up in fighting each other. And they don't, they lose the objective. I was the objective OCD guy. I got that roller. I went on, I went, hit all the corners. I looked at the map and said, all right, they're not really paying attention over here. And I would jump on their side of the map and just roll their map. And I mean, you have to be strategic. That's. Those are the games that we won. The games that I didn't win. Everybody was being like, "Oh, you shot me! I'm gonna come hunt you down and shoot you back!" Like, it's not a Call yeah, of Duty game.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's not really the point. No. And it 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 amazed me how simple, but yet fluid, turning into a squid and back to the inkling. Oh was. yeah,
0: that was that surprised me as well. I'm like, this gameplay is super fluid. Um, I like that you had to recharge your ink. Um,
1: yes, absolutely, <clears throat>
0: because it didn't give that. Sen- it gave that sense of, oh, I have to use it. I have to use all of it, but I have to, like, use it, like, in a smart way because if there are people around you, you had to always be full in case you have to fight, um, you know, and I don't know. It just – it felt different to me. Like, I, I liked it.
1: Yeah, and let's not forget, they didn't let us mess around with any of the clothing on the characters or any of the weapons. Nope. So all the clothing's upgradable. It'll add perks. Yep. So there's there's so much more to this game that we haven't even got to got into, which makes yet. me
0: so excited for it because there's it makes it seem like there's tons of hours that you could just put in this game, playing it and customizing it and just having fun, especially and when you can su- play with your own friends.
1: Oh, absolutely! And I was surprised with how well the gyroscopic controls. Were. Yes,
0: that surprised me as well too. I wound up using <laughs> I, them way more than the analog sticks.
1: Well, you know what you you know what you don't think about this is a first person shooter, but you're. Or a third-person shooter, but most of the time you're spending, you're looking at the ground because you're painting. Yes, I know, right? So that's something you really don't think about until, like, you actually sit back and you're like, oh, you know what? I'm actually looking at the ground more than I'm doing looking at anything else. And
0: if you're looking at everything else, you're doing it wrong. (laughs) But you do have to be (laughs) situationally aware because you don't want to get stomped on. That's for sure.
1: And I did find it like I I found like the best team to have was like having two rollers and then two of any other yep. weapon type except for agree. chargers. You don't want to have two chargers on your team. If you have two chargers on your team, you're gonna get killed.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree because they just don't do well.
1: Yeah, one at the max. Um, but I, I I found like one charger, one of the splatter guns, and then two rollers seem to really do it. And and you, the thing is, is the roller is such a good offensive weapon, but at the same time you really just need to concentrate on painting the ground mm-hmm. when you have the role because you can you can really basically put the game out of reach if you just concentrate on painting the ground. i
0: think it's all about teamwork too and and oh, people yeah, and people don't get that right away but one of the tips that you actually gave me in between one of the play sessions when you look at the map and you see the people in your team you tap them a couple times you'll jump to their point in the level to help them out once people started doing that and figuring out how to support each other and like help each other and try to take over the map, things went a lot better. And Yeah,
1: and well there's like a little delay. That's why you had to tap on it a couple times. When when you respawn, it gives you like a little three second delay before you're allowed to yeah.
0: to tap. Yeah. That I noticed. But,
1: <laughs> yeah, and, and, and another strategy that people weren't figuring out that I figured out is on some of the levels. You can paint the boxes, yes. like, almost all the way to the top. I was top. doing that, and too. Yep. So, and you won't see that on the map, but that's, that's a it whole counts. extra. Yeah, because you'll look at the final score, and it, was, it would be, like, 45 to 44. You're like, what about the other 11%? cuz you look at the map and everything's painted well people don't paint the boxes so once once I started figuring that out I, you know we were making sure like the teams were getting closer to 100% of the map being painted Whereas we were getting i one game we won it was like 70% to 26% yeah yeah like like we we beat a team that bad that that happened to and, me too
0: cuz i was like oh man they have more of the map painted than we do just barely but then I forgot, I painted a lot of boxes, and guess what? They never covered it up, and we won that match, and I was really surprised. I was like, yes!
1: Yeah, so it, <laughs> it's a really cool game. I can't wait for it to come come out. The only, I mean, I, I'm not going to lie, I'm not going to be a blind fanboy. There are some negatives. The fact that there's only five maps when it launches, that that's kind of stinks. And there's no um, team matchmaking when it first launches, so yeah. it, you have to wait till August before you can do friend-team matchmaking, which you know it's that's, stinks, that's a negative whatever. but at you, least we're getting the game just, this month just like every <laughs> other yeah and just like every other company does this day is the first time nintendo's released something un- well second time smash brothers still doesn't have tournament mode but most of their games are you know are complete when they release on day 1 but at, i'm hoping at least we won't have any bugs they won't at one, least they won't charge us for it <laughs> 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 yeah and 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 to boot all the content that's coming out later Up at least till the August release is free. Minus the
0: Amiibos, obviously. But
1: well, yeah, but that's I mean that's known. Yeah. But they said um, there'll be maps throughout the summer, which will be added for free, and there'll also be the August update, which does friend matchmaking for, um, and that'll be in there for free. Yep. So so all that stuff will be free, and then on June twentieth, they're doing a one day event where it's Team Cats versus Team Dogs, and whoever wins gets like a special item for the game. Yep i'll be uh team dogs <laughs> i'll be playing that i know what you'll be whatever <laughs> you'll, be, you'll be rocking team taco cat
0: yep you know it that cat is funny it's <laughs> just like he looks like grumpy cat he's just like the
1: cat's awesome <laughs> like I love an overweight grumpy
0: taco, cat <laughs>
1: taco cat backwards is taco cat yes
0: i laughed so hard at that tweet i gave that guy props i was like oh my gosh that's clever and yeah
1: that was cool he actually um he actually followed us and would check out the site he said it's really good site. oh cool
0: that's so, awesome yeah i didn't see that
1: <laughs> oh no he, he dm'd me oh so. okay nice but yeah that, i thought that was awesome
0: but yeah so i guess let's say to wrap it up how do you feel overall about this so betas and demos i mean it's different situationally different like for each game but overall how do you feel
1: I think that... Uh, see, in regard, let's some...
0: frame it this way. In regards to, to how it affects gamers and they react to games in the gaming industry, whether it sells more copies or loses copies of the games.
1: I, I think um, I think the scale would probably tip to it that it actually hurts the game sales. Uh, that's what I'm going to say. But I to me, I still feel that story-driven demos I, I kind of tend to stay away from. And multiplayer demos... Uh, I, I probably would be a little bit more apt to to jumping aboard and, and trying those mm-hmm.
0: out. Um, I feel th- I feel this way. I feel like um, demos and betas of games that lock you in a specific section of the game where you don't experience story, you just experience functionality of gameplay, and whether you like it or not, I think helps the industry because it sells games. But I feel like over giving consumers too much like making them be allowing them to be able to play certain stories and um and and play through things that will be included in the full game i think hurts them i think it loses sales because people either lose interest or they play so much of it that they don't want to play it when it comes out
1: yeah one thing that we didn't mention we uh, we didn't really talk about hit is an mmo and betas of mmos okay um, let's talk about that think super those... quick i guess I think I think they're helpful if the game's good, I think they're hurtful if the game stinks. But you, it, it, but the thing is is like I kind of feel like they all need betas only because if I'm going to pay $15 a month, which most of them launch at, I want to know what I'm getting. See, into. I feel
0: the opposite way. So, I played um I'm obviously as people will know, a World of Warcraft player. Um I played the full beta of Mists of Pandaria and I hated it. Because I love the beta so much I was playing it, and when the real thing came out, I was sick of it. Because...
1: Wait, that was of an expansion. I I mean, like, brand new... Well, they have betas for each expansion. I'm
0: just saying. Each expansion is like a new game, man. It operates yeah, but differently. You, you,
1: but you, but you, kind of know what you're getting into when when you're taking that role. Not out. really, because they, they have new characters, well,
0: but, new limits, new powers and abilities. I, they all I, they all balance differently. It's like a whole new game. To be honest with you,
1: I understand that. But you're more doing free work for them more than you are testing out if you want to buy it. At, well,
0: at that point, I don't know because I bought it just because it was cool and I wanted to keep playing. I got, it, I bought it out of necessity. But if it was like the first build of the game, I might not have bought it because but I played so much of it, I got sick of it.
1: I I could understand that, but uh, but the thing is, is an MMO in, unless it's free to play is an investment. Here we yeah, go. You gotta okay, that. you
0: know what? Here's another great example: WildStar by um, NCSoft, I believe.
1: Never played. it. Yeah,
0: so WildStar is an MMO, which is really cool. It's I like the concept. I like the artwork, the artwork's amazing, um, I was part of the beta, and, you know, it just didn't do anything for me, unfortunately, I I thought it was fun, the controls weren't what I was used to in, as a way an MMO works, in my opinion, and I know some people love it, and they'll probably be screaming at me right now in their uh, headphones, but I, I don't I don't really care. I mean, I didn't buy it because of the beta. And I'm glad I didn't spend the $60 or $70 on the Collector's Edition uh, digital download because they are giving so many cool things away and hyping it up. And I bought into that because I love the artwork and the story seemed really cool and, and everything. But when I actually got my hands on it, I was like, eh, I'm not really big in this. And I didn't buy it. And that's, I canceled my order and on it. that's
1: good because... It was probably fifteen dollar a month MMO, right?
0: Uh, I think it was fifty. I think it was only seven or something like that, starting off.
1: But still, I, I mean, that's that—that's something you're or about to pay into something. monthly. It was it was
0: less than World of Warcraft, from what I remember. But it was, yeah, you're right. It was to the point where I was like, it's not worth the 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 money to buy it, and also the monthly. I'm just not digging it. So,
1: and, and if anybody out there has played an MMO, they know that what you buy on day one of an MMO isn't the same game that's a year later. Yeah. It's usually tweaked and changed so much that it, it's a completely different game. And, and it really is. is like you, you have to play an MMO and you have to look at it as an investment. Mm-hmm. And you have to look at it, it, it that if you're paying that $15 a month or whatever they're charging, that that's going to be the only game you play.
0: But yeah, to wrap up my point, though, if they didn't have that beta, they are doing such an excellent job at marketing and, and, and displaying the game and teasing it that I would have bought it and when it came out. But well the, and
1: that's and that's where the, I said it kind of hurts the industry yeah, that, well that's
0: my that was my point is it it hurt it because I did not buy it after that if they didn't have the beta would have purchased it so
1: so I I would say my my final judgment is no beta for story driven games yes beta for multiplayer games
0: Yep, I completely concur on that one I agree
1: that's yeah but that's um that's all we have for this evening yep we will be back next week with two podcasts. Two podcasts? One on Tuesday night and then one special live one over the weekend. Nice. <laughs> so th- that won't be a numbered one, I don't think. It'll be just a special we'll edition just... one. Or maybe, I don't know. We'll, we'll figure out what we're going to do for the live special edition one. Mike's going to come visit me down in Florida. Yep. So it'll be fun.
0: it will be an excellent one but uh thanks for listening everyone this is michael from GameGravy.com and
1: i'm anthony talk to you next week bye everyone